have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. And this beautiful Wednesday morning. And remember, yesterday we left off where uh, Abaka says specifically, he says, and the Lord, watch this. Then the Lord answer me, Dan. Verse 2. It's so beautiful. Um, Make your day count, family, on this Wednesday morning. When you can say, I asked the Lord a question, and then the Lord answered me. Isn't that one awesome? Now he's talking to you. Then the Lord answered me and says, what he says, write the what? The The vision. vision. And then he says, now, don't write it, don't write it any, anywhere. Make it what? Detailed. Okay, let's let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. He says, because he says, write the vision now. Make it what? Plain. Plain. That means you have to write mm-hmm. it in detail. Mm-hmm. Got to write out all the steps. Make it plain. Make it plain. So that one can what? Understand Standard. it. Mm-hmm. That's God. When God tells us something, we can understand it. That's why I said God is not complicated. And I always say, no, no, no. We are complicated, not God. <laughs> when God speaks to us, it is clear, it is precise, it is understandable. We don't need anyone to interpret it when he speaks to us. Unless he's speaking to us in what? Parables. <laughs> okay. If we, well, if God's speaking to you in parables, then you need somebody to interpret the parable. But uh, for me, he hasn't speaking in parable to me, Diane. <laughs> it's straight English. And how? Straight American English. <laughs> Watch this. It's not even the British English. Straight American <laughs> English. <laughs> and we must be obedient to write it. And he says yeah. to make it plain yeah. on the tablets. And that was a permanent writing. When they wrote on the tablets, that was permanent. Yeah. That wasn't like here how we have the different ways we erase, restart, restart, restart. No, No, that was permanent. If you came from a day when we had uh, typewriters, it was a whole different typing game than doing it on a computer. You messed up on that typewriter. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't just go back like how we do on the computer. You can't just move this paragraph over here and this paragraph over there. That typewriter, that whatever you put, that's what it was. And if you wanted to redo it, you had to rip that sheet out and put another sheet in, and you had to start all All over. over There was no copy and paste. Don't I remember? (laughs) We might not know about writing on stones and writing on the walls of a cave, but we know most of us know about the typewriter and the transition to the computer system. So, and then how we are back again at tablets. People do a lot of work on tablets. Yes, yeah. he says specifically put it on mm-hmm. a tablet. Put it on that tablet. Mm-hmm. Make it plain there. Nothing is going to happen. Until you have a clear cut, step by step, revelation, knowledge from God, how this thing's supposed to be. 
So if you notice, I says uh, in verse 1, and I talked to you about that, that we talk off the radio, verse 1, that I know these scriptures, but I did not spend a lot of time on focusing verse 1. The way I focus on, on uh, verse 2, right, the vision, you know, and it sounds so nice. Amen. Just go write the vision. God said, write the vision. But I haven't focused in on the first verse that counts. In order for me to write the vision, in order for me to write the vision, I have to fully understand and, and do verse 1. I will stand my watch, set myself on the rampart without distraction. I will focus. I will watch. I will focus my full attention to listen to what God is saying so I can write it. If, if a lot of things is going on in my life and chaos and, and a lot of distraction and a lot of voices and God is speaking, I'm not going to know. There are too many voices, too many distractions, too many things going on. So it's going to keep us away from our due season. My season has come and passed and I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. My season has come and passed and I didn't know. And it could happen. Think about the in the physical. If a farmer goes out to plant a seed and it's in the field and then it brings forth the harvest and he doesn't come back out yeah. to that place, it could come and go yeah. and him not even know no. because he hasn't gone back to that place. I, I, I think it was one of the, 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 the Old Testament guys, or Jacob, I think he, he says he was at Bethel mm -hmm. and God appeared in the Bethel and he says, God is here. And I didn't even know it. He didn't even know it. He didn't even know mm -hmm. it. Right. Yeah. He, he saw the, the, the descendant and ascendant mm -hmm. uh, of the, the ladder stretching to heaven. Some it, it's scriptures there. I read it. And he, he, he was so amazed. He says, God is in this place and I didn't even know it. And how many times God is among us and we don't even know it. Or there's a harvest sitting, sitting yes. and we haven't sat with him, him to yeah. get the direction to go get it. Yes, It's just sitting. I know we all see those little commercials here and there, those ads where they say unclaimed money. Unclaimed yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that there may be stuff sitting for you. So there's a harvest sitting. There, it's reaping day. We have to know where to go. We have to be equipped with the capacity and the skill set, the tools to be able to bring in the harvest. harvest. So there's a lot to do during that time. We can't grow weary just during the time. Yeah. There's seed time and harvest. During the time, that's when our expectation should be increasing, that the harvest is coming more sooner and sooner, and we're increasing our capacity. We're increasing in strength. We're increasing in our ability to have the resources that we're going to need to go out there and to reap from the harvest. It's an exciting time that, we are, that we're in, and we have to be willing to go back to that place with God where he gave us the original vision, where he spoke with us and consult with him again for reaping day. Yes. My, I always say, my harvest, mm -hmm. it is my time for my what? Harvest. Why? Because I have sown, and I sown with great what? Expectation that I am going to reap exactly from what I sow. Hear me on this Wednesday morning. You will reap exactly from what you sow. You're not going to reap 
from what somebody else sow. You want to reap exactly from what you sow. So whatever a man soweth, that he shall also reap. So make sure you are sowing the right seed. Put the right seed in the ground. Put the right seed in the ground. You can put corn and expect peas. It's not going to happen. You put corn down when you really need peas, you're going to get corn. No matter how you pray, corn is coming. <laughs> so within the plan, within the plan, we have to have yeah. procedures for sowing and procedures then for reaping within the plan so that yes. we have a, uh, a uh, what you say, like a whole, whole broad, broad spectrum yeah. of what's going on. Just like when you're doing a business plan, you need to know what's going out. You need to know what's going to be in. able to come in in order to be able to profit. In verse 2, it tells us, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. So another question to ask ourselves is how do we get other people to attach themselves to a vision that's cast? Because it takes a team, right? Right. So what? What? what's the buy-in for us when somebody's casting their vision and when we're casting the vision that God has given onto us, what's going to cause somebody to come and be a part? So we identified some key things, passion, persistence, purpose, and personalization of their part in the vision, the uniqueness of them. So we have to be able to see ourselves in the light of somebody else, and they have to be able to see themselves in our light. So we have to have passion, demonstrate that passion for what we are doing, persistence, that we are continually doing it even when we get tired, even when it may seem like it's not working sometimes, but we're continually being persistent to bring forth that vision. And there's a purpose for it. It's not in vain, but there is a God-given purpose for that vision to bring it into the earth realm and a personalization of each person's part in that. If you think about good leaders and you think about how the good leaders that that have led you, that have led me, they have these qualities. They're passionate about what they're doing, that it's burning in their heart what they are doing, that they are overflowed with excitement and anticipation as they're working the vision. They're persistent. They're continually working on it. No matter what else is going on, they're still moving forward in the vision. It's very purposeful, and they're able to articulate the purpose. If we can't articulate the purpose for something, we're, we're doing it in vain. Right. We have to be able to articulate why we're doing it. What, why are we doing this radio program? Because God told us, he mandated us to let people know to make their day count. count. That life is short, death is, is short. short, there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun, and there is no do-over. He gave us Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So the purpose doesn't change. The year might have changed. Well, going on four years now, (laughs) the year might have changed, but the purpose hasn't changed. And then the personalization of people's unique part, the the team that's being built to bring forth the vision. Each person has a unique part. So we must emphasize that, why that person is being a part of that vision. vision what their unique gifting is, their talents that God has given them, their their, uh, ability that God has given them to be able to mesh into and bring forth that vision. And that's exactly uh, the proof of what we're teaching is not coming into four years. 
and you just articulate it so precise that over these four years, if you've been listening to us, you notice nothing has changed here. Every morning, we say, what? This is the day. We never get tired. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we never come here and ever get tired to say that because that was what we got. So even if somebody don't like that, okay, we love you still, but we're not going to change it because that was given to us. This is the day the Lord has made. He wants us to remind ourselves every day that this is the day he has given to us. And we didn't get this day by ourselves, right, then. <clears throat> and so many times we wake up and we think we get this day by ourselves. No. God wants us to realize on this morning that this is a day he has given to us. And we should what? Rejoice and be glad in it. And that's why we remind ourselves here every time we come on this radio broadcast, uh, we repeat it, we are reminding ourselves that, you know, is the grace of God why we have another day. As we continue on in this topic, um, tomorrow we'll be talking about Solomon and David, how David he had a great plan and God corrected him in order to sow that plan into the life of his sons. We want to encourage you to continue to join us each and every day, Monday through Friday at 7.15 a.m. and 8.30 p.m. on 91.5 WMIE and 5 p.m. on 99.3 as we continue to declare this word. Thank Make you for count. tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford. Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.